Do not fear, my little flock, I love you so, and have good plans for you. Love others, and the fear will recede. Love conquers fear, and covers a multitudes of sin. Love or Fear the theme in all I am reading and hearing this week is Love Conquers Fear. Let me begin with some scriptures. 1 John 3 verse 13 Do not marvel, my brethren, if the world hates you. Verse 14 We know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. He who does not love his brother abides in death. Verse 15 Whoever hates his brother is a murderer and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. The Outworking of Love, verse 16. By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us, and we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren, verse 17. But whoever has this world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? One book I read this week is A Dance in Donegal by Jennifer Diebel, or Diebel, I'm not sure how she pronounces it. This is the first novel I have read by this author, and it's my second book from our library since COVID restrictions have eased. Born and bred in Boston, Miss Myra Doherty has heard her mother's recollections of Ireland since childhood. When her mother dies in the summer of 1920, her dying wishes for Myra to become the teacher in Ballymon, the village in Donegal, Ireland, where her mother was born. After struggling with fears and uncertainties, Myra finally takes the arduous journey to Ballymon, where she finds a handful of residents give her a warm welcome, but many are not friendly to an American. She has a lot to learn about the culture and language and rumors about her mother's past being whispered behind her back, but she knows nothing about the family secret she's being accused of. She relies on a few friends, including Sean McFadden, the handsome Thatcher. He keeps and popping up unannounced, rescuing her. She finds a young student who has been threatening her and disrupting her class ill to the point of death in his hovel. She hasn't shown up for school for a few days. Can she love her enemy enough to nurse him to health, or will she let him die? The above scriptures play into her thought process as she struggles with God and with the people around her who don't understand. Will the town ever accept her? What will Sean do with Myra's growing convictions? It's a story of faith over fear and of reconciliation. This is the first of Jennifer Diebel's books I have read. It took me a couple chapters to get used to her writing style, but this is a solid story with wonderful characters that will help you contemplate love and fear, hate and suspicions, as well as forgiveness. I encourage you to pick this book up and spend a bit of time in the Donegal countryside, maybe finding a new view of who God is in Christ. The author has lived in Ireland and Austria and currently lives in Arizona with her husband and three children. 
teaching in a middle school. You can check her out at www.jenniferdeibel.com. So let's get back to the first letter of John and see how love conquers fear. The consummation of love. 1 John 4, verse 17. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. Verse 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Verse 19. We love him because he first loved us. This morning, this morning I am on day 15 in Todd Nettleton's book, When Faith is Forbidden. Today's title is A Testimony in the Ground. Bilal has died. He was an Indian Christian whose family wants him to have a Christian burial. Medical Hindus want to take the body and do their traditional rituals, cremating the body to show Bilal recanted his Christianity and returned to his Hindu faith before he died. The family wants the body buried with a stone, testifying that he died a Christian. The radicals came to the house. The pastor and a couple of other Christians men and Christian men went outside to meet the Hindus the radicals, and the Hindus started beating them. They continued the beating even when the men tried to mount their bikes to escape. When they finally got away, Bimala, an aged widow, opened her door and gave them refuge. She was asked why she took them in. Wasn't she afraid of the radicals? Bimala's reply, I am the Lord's servant, so I have to be strong. I will not fear because he is with us. I thought that some of those people might make problems for me, but I have to be strong. That's from page 111 in the book. Bob Jones said when he was transported to heaven years before he died, the Lord asked him one question. Have you learned to love? You can find his testimony on YouTube, his testimony about going to heaven. What do you want your legacy to be? I want people to remember that I loved well, not that I was legalistic, judgmental, or fearful. I know it's an ongoing revelation from God in dying to flesh for me. Would you be like Bimala or, and Moira coming to the place of not fearing anyone but God? It's a struggle to come to that point of letting the love of God in Christ Jesus fill you to overflowing. We need to evict fear from our soul and replace it with the genuine fear of God, which is love. I encourage you to fight the good fight and live in the spirit so you won't fulfill the lusts of your flesh. Here's one last admonishment from Jesus. Jesus teaches the fear of God. Luke 12, 12 verse 4. And I say to you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body and after that have no more that they can do. Verse 5. But I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after he is killed, has power to cast into hell. Yes, I say to you, fear him. I leave you, my dear readers, thinking about this. True love of God has no fear or torment. 
The true fear of God means you love him so much that you don't want to do anything to hurt him. Shalom, my dear readers. Walk in love and share the gospel with a joyful heart. Amen.